Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of recombinant cytokines from the immunology section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this topic with a clinical snapshot. A 56-year-old man presents to his primary care physician due to shortness of breath and fatigue. He reports that these symptoms have progressively worsened over the course of a few weeks. Medical history is significant for type 2 diabetes mellitus and chronic kidney disease, with his last EGFR reading at 82 milliliters per minute per 1.73 squared meters. He has yet to need dialysis. Laboratory testing is significant for a hemoglobin of 9.5 grams per deciliter and an EGFR of 55 milliliters per minute per 1.73 squared meters. After further evaluation of non-renal causes of anemia, it was determined that erythropoietin should be added to his treatment regimen to improve his symptoms. Let's now get into the topic. Let's discuss the various different immunosuppressants. We'll mention each medication name, its mechanism of action, and its clinical use. The first is aldosleucin. The mechanism of action of aldosleucin is that it's an IL-2 product which leads to T-cell, B-cell, and NK-cell proliferation, differentiation, and recruitment. Its clinical use is in metastatic renal cell carcinoma and metastatic melanoma. Next is erythropoietin or ipoidin alpha. This stimulates erythroid progenitor cells to divide and differentiate. Its clinical use is in anemia. Next is filgrastum. This is a granulocyte colony stimulating factor that results in neutrophil proliferation, differentiation, and activation. In terms of its clinical use, it is used to recover the white count and bone marrow. Next is sargramistim. This is a granulocyte macrophage colony stimulating factor that results in neutrophil and monocyte proliferation, differentiation, and activation. In terms of its clinical use, it is also used to recover the white count and the bone marrow. Next is IFN or interferon alpha. In terms of its mechanism of action, it has multiple effects. In terms of its clinical use, it is used in chronic hepatitis B and C, malignant melanoma, condyloma acuminatum, hairy cell leukemia, and Kaposi sarcoma. Next is interferon or IFN-beta. In terms of its mechanism of action, it also has multiple effects. In terms of its clinical use, it is used in multiple sclerosis. Next is interferon or IFN-gamma. In terms of its mechanism of action, it also has multiple effects. In terms of its clinical use, it is used in chronic granulomatous disease. Next is romiplostum or thrombopoietin. In terms of its mechanism of action, it's a thrombopoietin or TPO analog that acts on the TPO receptor to increase the platelet count. In terms of its clinical use, it is used in thrombocytopenia. Next is L-thrombopag. In terms of its mechanism of action, it's a TPO agonist that leads to an increase in platelet count. In terms of its clinical use, it is used in thrombocytopenia. And last is oprelvicin or IL-11. In terms of its mechanism of action, it's a thrombopoietic growth factor that results in an increase in platelet count. In terms of its clinical use, it is used in thrombocytopenia. 
Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A 69-year-old male with a history of metastatic small cell lung carcinoma on chemotherapy presents to his oncologist for a follow-up visit. He has responded well to etoposide and cisplatin with plans to undergo radiation therapy. However, he reports that he recently developed multiple, quote, spots all over his body. He denies any overt bleeding from his gums or joint swelling. His past medical history is notable for iron deficiency anemia, osteoarthritis, and perineoplastic Lambert-Eaton syndrome. He has a 40-pack year smoking history. His temperature is 98.5 degrees Fahrenheit or 36.9 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 130 over 70 millimeters of mercury, pulse is 115 per minute, and respirations are 20 per minute. On examination, a rash is noted diffusely across the patient's trunk and bilateral upper and lower extremities. The results from a complete blood count are as follows. The hemoglobin level is 11.9 milligrams per deciliter. The hematocrit is 35%. The leukocyte count is 5,000 per cubic millimeter, and the platelet count is 20,000 per cubic millimeter. The oncologist would like to continue chemotherapy, but is concerned that the above results will limit the optimal dose and frequency of the regimen. A recombinant version of which of the following is most appropriate in this patient? 1. Interleukin 2 2. Interleukin 8 3. Interleukin 11 4 erythropoietin, or 5, granulocyte colony stimulating factor. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3, interleukin 11. The patient in this vignette presents with severe thrombocytopenia in the setting of chemotherapy. Oprelvicin is recombinant interleukin-11 or IL-11 that is used to stimulate megakaryocytes and increase platelet production in patients with severe thrombocytopenia. In the setting of active myelosuppressive chemotherapy with otherwise normal hematologic values, chemotherapy-induced thrombocytopenia is the most likely diagnosis. Recombinant IL-11 or oprelvicin is a newly developed medication that directly stimulates megakaryocyte progenitor cells to promote megakaryocyte maturation in the bone marrow and increase platelet production. It is used in patients undergoing myelosuppressive chemotherapy. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, interleukin-2 or IL-2 is a pro-inflammatory molecule produced endogenously by CD4 T-cells that induces CD4 and CD8 T-cell activation. Answer choice 2, interleukin-8 or IL-8 is a pro-inflammatory molecule produced by macrophages, epithelial cells, and endothelial cells that serves as a chemotactic agent to attract neutrophils. Answer choice 4, Erythropoietin, or EPO, is an endogenous substance that promotes erythropoiesis, or red blood cell production. Recombinant EPO is used to increase red blood cell production in individuals with anemia due to chronic kidney disease, chemotherapy, or other chronic inflammatory diseases. And finally, answer choice 5, granulocyte colony stimulating factor, or GCSF, stimulates the production of granulocytes and hematopoietic stem cells within the bone marrow. Filgrastum is an exogenous form of GCSF that is used to treat neutropenia in the setting of chemotherapy, HIV and AIDS, and radiation therapy. 
In summary, oprelvikin is a recombinant form of IL-11 that is used to increase platelet production in the setting of chemotherapy-induced thrombocytopenia. And that's all for this review about recombinant cytokines. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.